Ladies and gentlemen, if you're ready for some fantasy hockey streaming advice, it's time for the most styling, profiling, wheeling and dealing, jet flying, limousine riding podcast in all the land. It's the reigning, defending, undisputed fantasy hockey streaming champion of the world. It's the stream Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to the greatest fantasy hockey podcast that focuses on streaming players for the upcoming week. It is the Stream Scheme. We won't be talking about your superstars like your Jack Eichels or your Jason Robertsons here. No sorry, Bob. Here we get down to the nitty gritty, the dark depths of fantasy hockey that those other podcasts are too scared to touch. Now, the Stream Scheme is presented by the greatest fantasy hockey podcast in the world, Keeping Carlson, and often refer to the greatest league in the world. Keeping Carlson Ultimate Patron Fantasy League, a.k.a. the Cupful. Now, hopefully everyone is coming off a win, not me. My team derives pleasure from my uh, pain and misery, but that's besides the point. Uh, First off, apologies in advance because typically I pride myself on pretty darn good uh, audio editing, at least in my opinion, but I just simply do not have the time for it this week. I'm going as fast as I can, Captain. She just won't hold. But uh, yeah, hope. Definitely more of a uh, stream of consciousness scheme this week, but I promise to make it up to you guys and gals both uh, next week and going forward because I'm going to start doing what freaking tons of people have been asking for, and that's have the stream scheme released on Saturdays. Ooh, and I know it'll be then even tougher for me to make correct picks without having that last data point of the typical heavy Saturday games, but it's what the people want, and I am indeed a man of the people, so if that's what the people want, it's what the people will get. It'll be my way of saying thank you to you, a true, sincere thank you for bearing uh, with me through this week without all the good sound editing and whatnot. And before we get into this week's picks, I gotta start out by setting you guys straight on goalies real quick. There's a lot of opinions out there on what to do with goalies. And I know we like to joke around here a lot and we'll often talk about AGAB, you know, the acronym for all goalies are bad. Obviously, we have like people like Nate from Apples and Genos will always be quick to hand you a brochure about his zero G strategy and all that stuff. But I do got to say, sometimes we can be a little heavy handed with the goalie bashing. It really does depend on your league. Obviously, in a categories league, Goalies are a lot more valuable than a lot of the public's opinion is of them, I think. If you're in a league with like nine categories total and four of those are goalie cats, goalies are going to be worth their weight in gold. And even in points leagues, like look at your league scoring because sure, goalies may stink, but it might be easier for them to consistently get you points if your league doesn't give out that many points, maybe for like skater cats, uh, like goals and assists, for example. All of that is to say this, in the cupful in particular, goalies don't matter this year. Someone needed to say it, I'll say it. You don't need goalies. It's true, 
It's darn true, and I can prove it. The Kakuffle is a points league where yours truly obliges by our good friend Twitterless Mason's favorite quote. They don't ask how, they just ask how many. Doesn't matter about value over replacement if not everyone is forced to roster that position. Someone can have like the best goalies in the league, but my squad of ragtag forward streamers can usually match those guys in points on any given week because the goalies just don't play enough. You know, they're only playing twice a week usually at most. Now, Obviously, some people will point out that I'm actually doing quite terrible in the couple this year. Uh, that's also true, but what you can't deny is cold, hard stats, baby. So looking at the stats before the games played uh, back on Saturday, November 12th is where I got this data. Um, can you guess how many goalies were in the top 50 and top 100 in season-long couple points? Then the correct answer is... Drumroll, sorry. Nope, sound editing this week. <laughs> like I said, the correct answer is one goalie in the top 50 of Kakupful scoring right now. That's it. And it's Allmark, who is 38th. And that's only because Allmark has started in nine out of the last 10 games for Boston, winning eight out of those nine games. He literally couldn't be playing much or more better. And yet he only barely cracks the top 40 in Kakupful points. And there's also only six goalies total in the top 100. So goalies just don't play enough to make enough points in this points league to be worth it. You pretty much have to have the perfect situation like Allmark has uh, where he's starting every single game and also happens to be winning all of those games as well. So no thank you. I say drop them. You'll be glad you did. You know, just make sure if you're doing this in a league that's not the kickup. Well, you know, actually look at the scoring, look who's like all top 100, top 50, everything like that to actually see maybe goalies actually are valuable and you just didn't realize it or something like that. So let's get to the picks, but first we have to see how our picks did last week because we are all about accountability here on the stream scheme. Connor Sherry, what a bum. This guy stinks. I'm old enough to remember when he called himself Connor uh, Sherry, I think it was. Now listen, pal, you can change your name all you want, but at the end of the day, if you're not getting us points, I don't care who you call yourself, Connor Sherry, Connor Sherry. Either way, you can drop this bum from your fantasy team, despite our process was correct here. He still had heavy minutes, was seeing uh, top line minutes, but just not enough points to show for it. So that's a loss this week on Connor Sherry, and you can drop him. Freddie Gaudreau, Freddie Hockey, and listen, we do need to address the elephant in the room, I suppose. A lot of people were coming at me this past week because I was ripping uh, the Minnesota Beat Writers, a new one, (laughs) for uh, not doing their job last week, but uh, a few people did reach out and tell me, like, hey, it's not their fault. The Wild actually didn't practice from, like, the end of that last game until the end of the weekend, Uh, so... I would like to take this time to formally apologize to absolutely nobody. Why didn't they say they didn't practice last weekend then, huh? What a luxury. Oh my goodness. What a luxury it must be to only have to cover just one team instead of all 32. Hey, Russo, if you're listening, your imposter syndrome is well-founded, buddy, because anybody could do what you do. And furthermore, why didn't they practice last weekend? That's a dumb thing to do, too. No wonder they didn't score many goals this week. So, yeah, this is a loss here from Freddie Hockey this past week, sure. But I am officially fully 
you know, against Minnesota beat writers. Now I'm sorry. <laughs> they have one job. Like if they're not practicing, just write out that, Hey, they're not practicing today, but if they were like, these would probably be the lines because this is what they were last night when they played a game or something like that. You know, I'm, I'm not a hard person to please in that regard. Like just tweet out the lines, tweet them every day. It's a simple job. That's all you got to do. And you get paid for it. Oh my goodness. My goodness. But yeah, Anywho, sorry about that. Again, I'll probably have to apologize next week as well. But uh, yeah, it's a loss here on Freddie Hockey, and you can drop him from your team. Brandon Hagel, one goal in two games. I think it was so far this week for Hagel. So pretty good week for him so far. He did have a game in hand on Sunday. Not sure how he did on that yet. But if you picked up Brandon Hagel, you're certainly feeling pretty good. He continues to see top line minutes in Tampa Bay. I'm going to call this pick a win just because, well, one, it doesn't matter for the week anyways. Spoiler alert. Uh, But two, uh, Hagel already has the goal. And most importantly, I don't think you're going to drop Hagel at this point. He's certainly not a streamer anymore. He's all the way up to 43% rostered these days. And I say you should try to hang on to Brandon Hagel as long as you can fit him into your big heavy days lineups this week. Lawson Kraus, uh, he scored a goal on Tuesday. And then Derek, freaking Derek. I won't say his last name because I don't want his family to disown him or anything. But the Chell boys do know who I'm talking about. Freaking Derek tweeted out that Lawson Kraus is the pick of the week after that goal. And immediately I like quote tweeted him. I was like, buddy. And I consider Derek a friend too. I don't know why he would do this to me. I says to him, buddy, what in the world are you doing jinxing Lawson Krause like that? You know, that's the kind of jinx that you use on someone like Connor McDavid or Jack Eichel, not Lawson Krause, but, but yeah, so needless to say, a uh, jinx of that proportion is tough to come back from and Krause, uh, sure enough, did nothing the rest of the week. But Derek, I will say this if you're listening, uh, Krause is still getting top line minutes in Arizona and the Yotes do play today on Sunday. So there's still a chance for both of us. But if nothing happens to him, then it is a loss here uh, for Derek, most importantly, and myself. I'm not, I'm, I'm deflecting blame left and right so far this week. I'll try to cut, cut back on that. Uh, Kyle Palmieri was our fifth uh, regular forward streamer pick and actually apparently was our first like sure thing winner this week because he did not leave much room for doubt as he came out firing this week with two goals, three shots, and uh, I think nine hits as well. Not three shots, two goals, three assists. Sorry, no edits. I'm trying to do as little edits as possible. Uh, two goals. So Kyle Palmieri, two goals, three shots. Uh, two goals. I did again. Two goals, three assists, a bunch of. Uh, hits over four games. He did good is what I'm trying to say. Now, with all that said, you should absolutely drop Kyle Palmieri because for whatever reason, he's back to getting third line minutes in Long Island on Long Island. I don't know. I can never get it right. Either way, thank you for the points and you can, and thank you for the win for the week as well, but you can certainly drop Kyle Palmieri at this point. Nick Jensen had a good week for us, although I'll be the first to admit we did get a little bit lucky here because Nick Jensen did get two assists on the week and he definitely needed it because his perifs just weren't there for him this week like they were last week. And so while I would certainly try to trade Nick Jensen first, if you could, he is 152nd overall and can cut full points right now. So you might be able to use him like as a sweetener in a trade. But if you can't, then I won't be mad at you if you want to drop Nick Jensen. 
Uh, Kaylin Addison is once again more like Kaylin Dropison. Uh, we're going <laughs> to use that joke here on the Cuban Carlson Network for the rest of time and space. But yeah, Kaylin Addison had one assist this week, but just the man refuses to hit block or shoot so unfortunately we're gonna have to call this one a loss on the week for addison unless he pulls something out of his hat on his final game on sunday i'd hang on to addison until he has like a multi-point game from the power play and then probably try and trade him i would probably tell the other manager like hey look uh caitlin addison he's on the top power play and now and now since he's on there he's putting up points and you know just hope and pray that that manager isn't smart and doesn't realize that addison has actually been on the top power play this whole entire time but yeah if you can't trade him then you can certainly drop Kalen Addison. Our busy week streamer debut was Carl Grunstrom. Uh, he had one goal in three games this week for the LA Kings, but not much else. So Grunstrom, oh, dang it, Elon's <laughs> saying, get the streams game to me. Uh, I'm going, going as fast as I can. Um, Carl Grunstrom had one goal in three games this week for the LA Kings, but not much else. So Grunstrom not only has the honor of being our first busy week streamer ever, but also now has the first ever busy week streamer loss as well. And even though Grunstrom is still skating on the same line as Fiala, Grunstrom uh, still put up like true third line minutes and points where Fiala, on the other hand, continues to just be the weirdest hockey player in the world. People on Twitter tell me this is this is just kind of what Fiala does, but I was like, oh, news to me this is the first time I'm rostering him. Quite a uh, experience, to say the least. But yeah, Grunstrom didn't even have any hits in his last game, which is one of the reasons that we picked him. So you can definitely drop Carl Grunstrom. Uh, shallow League streamer of the week, Andre Kuzmenko. Holy crap. I don't think I've ever seen such a steep, like precipitous fall off for a shallow league streamer. If you had Kuzmenko, hopefully you traded him last week because my God, (laughs) he's getting healthy scratched. He got healthy scratched on Sunday. Oh, laughing is all I can do because it's either that or cry. Because, obviously, Kuzmenko did absolutely nothing this past week. But he also lost his prized top power play spot. He's in the coach's doghouse. Minutes are being slashed. Obviously, getting healthy scratched is the worst kind of minutes being slashed. Just bad news bears every which way you look. I would like to apologize to Twitterless Mason because I actually traded him in a keeper league to him last week. So, ha gotcha. But uh, he's a Canucks fan. He'll he'll hang on to him anyways. He'll be fine. But uh, so, yeah, in a shallow league, definitely drop Kuzmenko if you haven't already. If you have Kuzmenko in a deep league like the Kakutful, I'd probably hang on to him for another week or so in hopes that he can rebound uh and they're going to be busy weeks this week and the next week anyways so if he has to ride the pine on your team for those busy days not the worst thing in the world uh because you know he's kind of riding out being in the coach's doghouse kind of thing anyways so if you could in a deep league like a couple hang on to him but uh otherwise yeah gotta drop him um if you don't think you're gonna be able to hang on to him for another like even a couple days. So 
uh, oh well, Kuzmenko. Uh, I'm glad I told someone. I think they asked me someone else or Kuzmenko, and I told him someone else. So <laughs> I'm glad I got that right at least. But yeah, one of the biggest losses ever for the shallow league streamer of the week. Our goalie streamer of the week was Martin Jones, who apparently uh, plays for the Kraken now. <laughs> That's news to me. Uh, obviously, as I found out, um, you know who Martin Jones plays for now. I said on Twitter, whenever people immediately chirped me for it hey a pick is a pick and what do you know martin jones ends up being our first successful goalie streamer in like a month even though we didn't even know what team he played on uh better to be lucky than good that's what you know i want written on my tombstone but (laughs) yeah martin jones what a guy the kind of guy i want on my team now obviously i talked a lot of crap about girlies earlier but i like them when they're playing good and martin jones definitely is so hang on to the seattle kraken goalie martin jones our first ludicrous streamer of the week was tanner tanner person tanner pearson who got hurt uh so this pick is a wash but he probably would have been a win right Nah, (laughs) it doesn't work like that. So you can definitely drop Tanner Pearson if you don't have an IR spot for him. And our second ludicrous streamer this past week was Lazada. Sorry, I'm recording it a little late. I don't feel as comfortable doing a a true Lars Eller uh, to the proper volume that it uh, deserves. But yeah, Lars Eller, not a bad week for our very best friend in the whole wide world. It's certainly not a loss here quite yet. Eller had 1.6 shots, 5 hits, and 1 block for Lars Eller. So we need him to show up on Sunday to get us that dub. Uh, it's going to be primetime television. I actually think it's airing right now and recording this, obviously, very late. Uh, what, are you going to watch boring American football? Are you kidding? No, man. I want to tune in to root on the yin to my yang, the butter to my biscuit, the sunshine when my skies are gray, Lars Eller, in his quest to get us one more point and turn this loss into a win. And maybe if someone else does that, turn this entire week from a loss into a win. Who knows? A lot could happen. It's going to be an incredible game, and it won't be easy. Tampa Bay is certainly no slouch, but I have confidence in our boy, the one, the only, Lazada. But, uh, yeah, you can drop him after his game on Sunday, of course. So, overall, we went, I think, two for five on our regular forward streamers. I say, like, I think. Like, I didn't actually write down what happened. So, overall, we went two for five. So far, I should say. Two for five on our regular forward streamers, one for two on our defensive streamers. We missed on our first ever busy week streamer, had perhaps one of the worst ever shallow league streamers, Uh, but we did finally hit on our goalie streamer for like the first time in a month, and we went like 0 for 1, I'll say, on our ludicrous streamers, which uh, right now I think makes it like four for 11, I think so far for the week so far, like I said, obviously, uh, we don't have a lot of, we, or we do have a lot of streamers playing today on Sunday who could turn that around and we'll need at least two of them to do so in order to salvage this week from a loss into a win that, but I'm not too confident in those bums. They all stink. They're probably going to all do nothing and no one's going to score points for us. So that's not meet our 50% threshold on the week. So that loss now makes us three and two on the season, but let's see if we can get back on track this week. 
But enough pitter-patter. Let's get at her. Let's get to the schedules for the upcoming week starting on Monday, November 14th, 2022. On Monday, we have eight clubs playing. 18 clubs play on Tuesday. Six clubs playing on Wednesday. Then it gets pretty heavy on us. 26 clubs play on Thursday. Just two clubs play on Friday. 30 clubs play on the typical heavy Saturday. 30. That's right. 3-0. There's only 32 clubs in the whole entire league. And 30 of them are playing on our typical heavy day Saturday. And lastly, just four clubs play on the last day of the weekly matchup Sunday, November 20th. So certainly a little bit of a weird week where we have here schedule-wise. It starts getting extremely heavy and light alternating like that in the latter part of the week. Kind of in the reason why I think they're doing that is kind of in preparation for next week, which is also a weird week as well due to the American Thanksgiving holiday. So keep in mind, I'll warn you guys right now, it's going to be extremely difficult for your streamers to crack your starting lineup on Thursday and Saturday this week. Not all busy days are created equal. You know, Tuesday is technically a a busy day with 18 clubs playing, but you still might be able to find a starting spot for a streamer on that day, you know, depending on who's all on your team. On Thursday and Saturday, however, just no chance. Like you're it's going to be just your, you know, best players starting cuz everyone's going to be playing on those days. So, keep that in mind. I know a lot of these other podcasts don't really understand that <laughs> is I, I guess as good as I do been doing this for a while now uh, so I just really want to make sure that you my friend and loyal stream schemer are very well aware of that you're smarter than those other guys what do they know you know but uh let's see here what do we got next yeah the best schedule of the week goes to the LA Kings and the Chicago Blackhawks both of those teams play four times with three light days this week so just So not just fantastic schedules for Chicago and Los Angeles, but on a week with such heavy, busy days, those streamers are all the more valuable this week. So Blackhawks and Kings will surely be flying off the waiver wire this week. And yeah, you better believe it. We're going to have a couple of Kings and Blackhawks this week. Some other teams with some good schedules this week are the St. Louis Blues. They play four times with two light days in there. Uh, Yeah, you better believe we're going to also have a few blues as well as streamers. Uh, And the Ottawa Senators, who they only play three times, but they are only one of, they're one of only four teams that play two light days this week. The Pickens are indeed Slimmons. And because we've also got, you know, typically I won't mention them, but we've also got the Columbus Blue Jackets, the Florida Panthers, and your Pittsburgh Penguins who play four times this week with just one light day in there, which, yeah, isn't great. But this week, it kind of has to be because there are not many good schedules for streaming this week. The worst schedule of the week on the flip side is the Arizona Coyotes, who play exactly one game this week on the very busy day of Thursday. And I'm sure everyone is expecting me to come on here and poke fun at the Coyotes, the Coyotes, the Coyotes. But hey, the did anyone notice how like I think I forget who it was, but there was a player I just kind of like randomly slipped into like an English accent. Like a couple weeks ago, I forget who it was. I think it was like Philip Horonic or something like that. I digress. So, uh, where were you? Oh, yeah. Everyone's probably thinking I'm going to come here and poke fun at the Coyotes. I did it again. Coyote, coyotes. But, hey, 
<laughs> the Yotes, let's just call them the Yotes. The Yotes are my team in the West, baby. I've seen more Coyotes games than any other team, I think. Like, I don't see a ton of Pens games, actually. But uh, what I wouldn't give to, like, still live in the Southwest and have tickets to those games. Oh, man, that would be so cool. But anywho, yeah, actually a pretty good week to have a bad schedule. I always say if you're going to have a bad schedule, you want to have it when pretty much all the other teams in the league also (laughs) have a bad schedule. You know what I mean? But uh, some other teams with a bad schedule this week are pretty much every other team (laughs) if i didn't mention them they probably only played two times or three times and they play on all of the very heavy busy days this week so yeah like i said though not a bad time to have a bad week so for this week doesn't necessarily or sorry so for this week you know don't necessarily drop those fringe players on teams with bad schedules right away, you know, do your research and recite, decide for yourself if you want to drop those guys and get ready to pick up some streamers in their place. And you guys know I'm always down to give you guys advice on ads, drops, trades, you know, whatever the case may be. Always feel free to hit me up on Twitter at NHL Stream Scheme. And I'm usually pretty quick with a response for you over there. And, you know, like I mentioned in the show, we're having a lot of fun on Twitter. Come have fun. Uh, but yeah, we will be right back with our picks right after this quick break. Hang around. So without further ado, let's get to the picks of the week. My top forward pick of the week is Max Domi of the Chicago Blackhawks, and we are clearly going to have a twofer this week from Chicago as my second forward pick of the week. Also from the Blackhawks is Jonathan, head, shoulders, knees, and Taves. Uh, Pretty obvious top picks here as Chicago has far and away one of the best schedules of the week, playing four times with three light days in there. And I said it earlier, you know, on a week where busy days are truly heavy (laughs) and any streamers you can get from Chicago are going to be worth taking a chance on this week. You know, Max Domi is who I would prefer most from Chicago. He's getting that primo deploymento on the top line and top power play, whereas Taves is on the second line and also on the top power play as well. They are on the higher end of streamer territory. I think most of these top five regular forward uh, streamer picks are uh Get off my back. I lost last week. I need a win. But, uh, yeah, so I think uh, Domi is 19% rostered. Taves is 21% rostered. But if they are there in your league, both those guys are must-ads this week. So pick up Max Domi and Jonathan Taves. My third forward streamer pick this week is Ivan Barbashev of the uh, St. Louis Blues. And, again, apologies if I mispronounce Uh, any of these guys names (laughs) i'm going as fast as i can uh here's our top choice oh barbershop is our top choice from st louis this week uh but he certainly won't be the last as st louis has one of the few good streaming schedules this week playing four times with two light days in there barbershop is criminally under rostered right now just 17 percent rostered now i certainly expect that number to skyrocket this week uh, you know, obviously because of the stream scheme bump, sure. But as people start adding blues, they'll be adding blues faster than you can say 
top power play. Oh, nice segue, Dave. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> uh, yes, that's right. Ivan Barbashev is on the top. I got to make myself laugh somehow if I'm not editing. Sorry. Uh, and I can't put in funny sounds and whatnot. But um, yes, Ivan Barbashev is on the top power play right now in St. Louis. But who knows if that'll stick. The lines are a freaking rat's nest right now down there in St. Louis. But what do I know? It, or, sorry. What I do know is that you should pick up. Ivan Barbashev before someone else in your league does. He's an excellent choice this week. My fourth regular forward streamer pick this week is, oh, you didn't know. We better call somebody. It's our good pal, Philly Deneau, making his second appearance for us this year and joining him this time uh, is our fifth forward streamer pick this week as well. Another two for for you on a week like this. Kind of have to. Uh, But yeah, it's Trevor Moore not Arvidsson, of the Los Angeles Kings. And yeah, I know, my top five picks are so chalked this week. But hey, when life gives you lemons, you got to make lemonade, know what I mean? And this week, the NHL schedule, uh, they're giving us Blackhawks, Blues, and Kings. So we're going to have a heavy dose of those guys as our streamers this week. So yeah, same thing for these guys as well. Philly Deneau and Trevor Moore are the best of the bunch for the Kings that are in streamer range. Uh, And you could even throw in Arvidsson in there as well but I didn't pick RV just because I think he kind of burned us last time we streamed him I think we streamed him this year so he gets to ride the pine this week but if Trevor Moore and Philly Deneau are already taken on the waiver wire then I have no quarrels you know with you picking up RV instead but yeah they all have great schedules uh and all that jazz (laughs) sorry uh so yeah pick up Trevor Moore and Philly Deneau Moving on to my defensive streamers, well, at least just defender, singular, because right now our top, I have my second uh, defender is actually a ludicrous streamer. So I want to get credit for that in the ludicrous streamer section, even though we're not doing it. It's, but whatever. <laughs> my top defensive streamer pick this week is Colton Pareko of the St. Louis Blues. This pick also doubles as my DUE pick of the week because Pareko could not be any colder if he tried. He is unsustainably bad right now. And that's going to be my new band name, unsustainably bad. But yeah, Pareko has zero points in his last eight games and only one point in his last 11 games. Well, I guess, you know, the Blues only played 13 times this year. You could say he only has two points. Uh, in 13 games for, so far for this year, but I'm getting off the point. It's not like, uh, you know, it's not like he doesn't have minutes. Pareko skated over 25 minutes in like two of his last three games. He's going to get some points eventually. He just has to. The question is, will they come this week when we're streaming him when it truly matters? You know, who cares about the rest of the season? I'm not going to I'm just going to roster Pareko for a short time, not a long time. So on a week where we have some big heavy days in there and you need a, you need a defensive streamer, uh, then I highly recommend you pick up Colton Pareko this week. And like I said, uh, we'll get to my second defensive streamer later down in the ludicrous streamer territory. Don't worry. It's coming. It's coming. Uh, my busy week. My busy week streamer of the week. Oh, that's hard to say. I should fix that. My busy week streamer of the week is Jason Zucker of your Pittsburgh Penguins. 
another chalk pick, sure, but Zucker is someone worth mentioning, even if you're probably going to hear about him being talked about on all the other fantasy hockey shows. But either way, I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't have Zucker as a shallow league streamer this week. And that last part is the most important part of this pick because the Penguins do play four times this week, which is very good. But they only have uh, one light day in there, which is bad. Uh, But that's why he's a busy week streamer. So if you can fit Zucker into your starting lineup on those heavy busy days of like Tuesday or no, not Tuesday. Tuesday is a light busy day, kind of Thursday and Saturday are the heavy busy days. If you can fit him into your lineup on those days, you know, Zucker is right up there in terms of guys that I would pick up this week right next to like Domi and Barbashev. Although, while those guys are on the top power play, Jason Zucker will only ever see the top power play if an injury happens. But that doesn't mean uh, anything for him right now because he's still as hot as can be. Five points uh, in his last three games for Jason Zucker. And I tried telling you guys in the preseason uh, when I was selling all the Penguins, really, you can chirp me all you want. It's never going to change the fact that contract year players are actually a thing. And if you're not paying attention to who those players are each and every year, you're just simply not paying enough attention for your draft prep in general. All right. It's true. It's darn true. But yeah. So again, if you can fit him into your lineup on those heavy busy days this week and he's still there in your league, which he's somehow still only 16% rostered right now, then I implore you to go pick up Jason Zucker. My shallow league streamer of the week is Ryan O'Reilly, R-O-R, as some people may know him as. He plays for the St. Louis Blues, and he's currently 37% rostered. So Ryan O'Reilly certainly fits the bill for a shallow league streamer this week. He holds the honor of being the player who I've got the most questions about this year. We even made a new uh, like draft lessons learned Uh you know, rule dedicated to Ryan O'Reilly. It's called the Ryan O'Reilly rule, or maybe just the ROR rule, which is for late round guys, you're thinking about drafting, check their schedule the first week or two, you know, just to make sure that if it's a scenario like the Blues had this year, where I think they only played like twice in the first two weeks, uh, will you still be willing to hang on to that guy through that like rough opening of the season but yeah speaking of which if someone in your league couldn't make it through that first rough schedule patch and he's now sitting on your waiver wire then I would definitely pick up Ryan O'Reilly this week he's starting to get hot O'Reilly had his best game of the year on Saturday this is like the one last time I can like still use uh, prominent Saturday stats in the stream scheme. Uh, so, so yeah, he had the best game of his year on Saturday. Uh, so I think this could be the last week Ryan O'Reilly is even in a shallow league streamer territory because he is a name people recognize. They're going to feel very comfortable picking him up off the waiver wire. So don't delay and pick up Ryan O'Reilly today (laughs) hey i rhymed clap Uh, (laughs) my goalie streamer of the week is carol vegmelka of the arizona coyotes again apologize if i butchered his name uh but you know what Uh, the milkman yeah let's just go with that uh you know he's at the very least going to get you heavy starts and actually recently don't look now 
But the Coyotes are actually putting up a fight these days. They've won three out of their last four games, and Vegemelka is flying off the waiver wires as a result. However, he's still under-rostered. He's still only just 33% rostered, and just the other day, he was only 11% rostered, which is crazy. I would think that you know there would be enough categories leagues in order to see that bump go up. Because if you're in a categories league, you got to pick up Vegemelka just for to have for those weeks where you're like, yeah, screw it. You know, I'm not going to win wins. I'm not going to win save percentage. I just need pure unadulterated shots, <laughs> baby. I just need those saves. Uh, so yeah, you would think that there'd be enough category leagues for that, for Veg Milka to be higher rostered, but Hey, uh, other people's loss is our gain. So I would totally pick up, uh, Carol Veg Melka, aka the Milkman, so <laughs> be named known going forth. Uh, and up next, we got some ludicrous streamers that are truly ludicrous. I'm still gonna be able to try and get in the uh, ludicrous streamer song. I have to. So uh, let's get it. Prepare ship for ludicrous speed. Fasten all seatbelts. Seal all entrances and exits. Close all shops in the mall. Cancel the three ring circus. Secure all animals in the zoo. Give me that, you petty Officer, now hear this! Speed! Sir, had you better buckle up? Now buckle this! Speed! Go! My first ludicrous streamer pick this week is actually our second defensive streamer pick of the week. It's Jared Tenorti. Sorry again about the name. Uh, he plays for the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, he is a defender. So, hey, are we going to count this as a defensive streamer pick, a ludicrous streamer pick? Uh, guess what? Both. Uh, hey, you know, the stream scheme is to show where the points are made up and the games don't matter. <laughs> kind of like, you know, when the Chicago Blackhawks are playing, you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> I kid, I kid. I love Chicago. Your city is marvelous and your food is second to none. But your hockey team, on the other hand, eh, <laughs> not as great these days. But hey, on a week where not a lot of teams have good streaming weeks, Beggars can't be choosers. So, hey, Chicago streamers it is. But, yeah, Tenorti, uh, again, apologies if I'm saying his name wrong. Uh, he's been hot lately. Uh, Tenorti has two goals in his last game on Saturday. But even before that, Tenorti, you know, he'd been throwing hits and blocks. Not so much shots. So keep that in mind if you're in a categories league uh, or a bangers league. But we're hoping Tenorti can just continue to pile up those blocks, hits, and hopefully can luck into a point or two as well. So why not pick up Jared Tenorti? Uh, okay, so now I am very crunched for time, so I do apologize, but we do got to go lightning round style from here on out. My second ludicrous streamer pick this week is Philip Kurashev, Chicago Blackhawks, you know, left wing, right wing, 0% rostered right now. A lot of Phillips this week between him and Philly Deneau. Uh, but yeah, I've already talked enough about Chicago, so pick up Philip Kurashev. And lastly, my third ludicrous streamer pick this week is Brandon Saad of the St. Louis Blues. He's a left wing. He's 2% rostered. He's a ludicrous streamer. And more importantly, he's a Pittsburgh boy. And uh, he came, just came back from injury, actually, 
actually, uh, which is why he's, he's only 2% rostered. You'd think someone like Brandon Saad, name value alone, would be more than 2% rostered, but I guess not a lot of people had the IR spots, uh, the injury reserve spots to not just drop them. Uh, anywho, yeah, like I said from the very get-go, this week was going to be a whole lot of Blackhawks, a whole lot of Kings, and a whole lot of Blues. So come on, Brandon Saad, and the rest of the Blues players, uh, or get... <laughs> the rest of my streamers in general this week, but I really, really, really want to play Gloria next week in uh, celebration. So hopefully he does good, and hopefully uh, if you pick up Brandon Saad, uh, you do well, and your team does well. You know, that's what fantasy hockey's all about. Um, let's see here. So there, you know what? There we have it. Got to recap it here. Got to wrap this up quick. Uh, so there we have it. To reca- It's going to be a little bit out of order. I apologize. But to recap, it's still going to be a recap. Our streamers for the week starting on Monday, November 14th, 2022, are the following. Jared Tenord, we're going to kind of go by team here a little bit. <laughs> Just kind of makes it easier for me. Uh, so we're going to start out with uh, Jared Tenordi, the defender in, from Chicago. Max Domi, he's our uh, our first overall. Uh, well, first off, Jared Tenordi, he's a defender. I'll probably count him mostly as a defender, not so much a ludicrous streamer, but whatever. Max Domi, he was our top forward pick of the week. Then we also had Jonathan Taves was our second forward uh, streamer pick this week. We also had uh, Philip Kurashev as a ludicrous streamer. And then from the Kings, we had Philly Deneau. Uh, we had Trevor Moore, all those Kings, you know, if they're there, good pickups. Uh, we also had Carol Vegmelka uh, <laughs> for our goalie streamer of the week. Uh, we had ROR Ryan O'Reilly as our shallow league streamer of the week. We also, and then moving on to St. Louis, apparently we also have uh, Ivan Barbashev, who's a center and left wing, 17% rostered right now. What a steal! He was our third, I think, uh, forward streamer pick this week. We've got Colton Pareko from St. Louis, our defender. 9% rostered right now. He's due out the wazoo. Brandon Saad, St. Louis Blues, only 2% rostered right now. Way too low. So he's a ludicrous streamer. Pittsburgh boy back from injury and showing up and showing out. And lastly, uh, we also had Jason Zucker as our busy week streamer of the week. Uh, he's still just, I think I said like 17% rostered right now. I don't exactly know what he is right now. But either way, he's in streamer range. And either way, it's criminal. It's stealing. Pick up Jason Zucker. Good luck to everyone this week. Feel again, again. Sorry about the lack of edits. Uh, we'll be better next week. We're gonna try to start coming out like being released like Saturday night, hopefully. To so it should be ready for you like Sunday morning. I know everyone's been uh, clamoring for that for a long time. So uh, as a way of saying sorry for this episode, uh, that's what we're gonna start doing next week and going forward as well. So look forward to that. Get ready for that. And good luck to everyone this week. Feel free to hit me up on the Keeping Carlson Patron Discord server. Check out the Stream Scheme channel over there, or you can find me on Twitter at NHL Stream Scheme. Make sure to follow Ben and Lewis at Short Shifts KK, and obviously. Follow at Keeping Carlson and tune into their Megapod Part 1, Part 2, whatever they're calling it <laughs> these days, uh, Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And thank you for everyone for listening. And don't forget what that legendary Moose Vasco once said, the future belongs to those who believe in their streams. See ya.